Hey guys, special episode today, probably my favorite one so far. So I hope you guys like it. Hey, uh, some of you guys are checking it all out, checking out the podcast on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, but you haven't subscribed yet. So go to any podcast outlet, Apple Podcasts, whatever yours is, and make sure you subscribe so you can get all the episodes. Also, hit me up on Twitter or email me directly on topics that you're interested in. I'll definitely do my best to hook you up and talk about it in an upcoming episode. So today we're talking about the cutting edge of biomechanics in sports and we're with Casey Cox who's at Sports Science Solutions. Uh, For me it's a super cool talk because I don't know anything about this stuff. It's totally uncharted territory and I know what you're thinking, high-tech diodes, bones and muscles, it's all too technical for me. But these guys are using data and they're dummying it down for the average guy. You know, they're working with elite golfers and hockey players, but the coolest thing is that they're they're allowing the average guy to benefit from all this data and optimization because you can gather the data while you're, as he puts it, in the wild, where you're actually out playing your sport. So you can wear the stuff comfortably as you're playing golf and then you circle back and they can analyze your stuff and tell you exactly where you need to be performing better or where you need to change things up to prevent injuries. So this is super cool stuff when it comes to injury prevention or optimizing your performance, with their, which they're doing right now in the world of hockey and a little bit of, of golf at, at the absolute highest level. You know, working with guys in the NHL Uh, Super fascinating talk with a guy who clearly, clearly knows his stuff. I hope you guys love it. This is the Golf Essentials Podcast with Casey Borg. Things are good. Been been a little crazy. We turned life upside down about six months ago, but uh, things are really good. Yeah, so so, so you're not not teaching any golf at all. You you jump headfirst into this endeavor, huh? Uh, well, I actually am still teaching golf. I couldn't get out of it completely. Yeah, I, I just couldn't quite get away from it. Um, as hard as you tried. <laughs> well, I mean, I gave up the operation side a lot quicker. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, you. yeah, that's the You're, first to go, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's. But I mean, this is the first six months I uh, I haven't worked in a golf operation since I was 13 years old. So, I mean, it's it's it's, it's pretty much planet, all I've known. Yeah, um, but. You know, I'm I'm really excited to have transitioned into this stuff. It's uh, definitely the majority of my time is being spent away from away from golf now. But honestly, everything that I'm doing now was developed in golf, and you know, it's it, it kind of all morphed from there. So, cool, cool. Where are yeah. you? You guys are you're in New Hampshire now, or um, businesses in New Hampshire? We've actually got two locations. We're in Exeter, New Hampshire, and then we've got a place down in Wilmington, Mass. Um, I'm teaching at the Woodlands in Falmouth. Um, oh, cool. so that's kind of where I'm hanging my half golf, which cool. has been which go really, really awesome. Summer, then. <laughs> yeah, is, please is, do. Is Doug it's still awesome. there? He is. Yeah. Yep. Doug's still, Doug's still there. So, uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's a great spot. You know, they've got the indoor simulator. So I'm, I'm running all my programs there in the winter. I've got, I've got a bunch of people still, still in there regularly. And, uh, yeah. so it's, it's really awesome. So that, that place is still prob it's still in my top five or 10 places to play golf. I love that golf course. Yeah, really. It's, so it's, a, it's an unbelievable track. 
it's uh it's got a little bit of everything you, you gotta play you gotta play there yeah for sure yeah i you think know. i think the best round i ever had there i went out there with a, a buddy of mine named ed flowerdew i don't know i don't know if you know that name <laughs> at all no we went out there and I, I think we had like four or five beers and uh and i shot four under par from the tips and <laughs> i think it was purely a function of the swing oil you know it, yeah otherwise oh, you, it's just stress yeah. every shot is stress out there you know yep yeah it's amazing you go out some days and you're feeling it you know when you're feeling it you go out there and you feel like you can't miss that's that's yeah. a great time to be out there <laughs> yeah yeah but uh <laughs> boy it can get tough like they uh they redid all the bunkers the last two years every bunker on the course has been redone so nice. it's uh it's really it's playing it's playing right to uh i would say it's peak condition right now everything is just nice. really everybody in shape, so. knows that place loves it oh it's yeah. awesome so good well good place to be then um yeah so case why don't why don't you just sort of give me the give me the two minute background i know we we played golf together i think at bitterford and Saco with yep. john jakes right you had john in yeah, class jakes in and, high school right? no jakes no or, i never went to stanford i was at baroque academy um okay. i just knew i knew jeremy um i met jeremy first okay. um and uh jeremy was you know jeremy worked at obviously stanford and i yeah. worked there for 10 years as a kid so that's where everything started for me and jeremy was kind of a you know, a mentor figure for me as I was starting to come up in the industry and really start to grow up. Uh, he was, yep. he was somebody that was around a lot. And, um, and so that's, you know, that's how that connection all came through. But, uh, cool. yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so what do you want to talk about specifically? Well, I mean, uh, so quick background, you're, you're from Berwick, you, uh, been in golf your whole life playing, teaching, yep bouncing around yep. like a typical golf pro maybe fill in the <laughs> gaps you know um yeah, so, and yeah, uh, for sure. you know how so, you end up where you are yeah so um I, first love was hockey grew up playing hockey my whole life that was everything Likewise. for me um <laughs> when when i turned 13 my mother looked at me and she said you need something in life other than hockey and i'm getting you a membership of the golf course so uh she used to drop me off at the golf course on her way to work in the morning and pick me up on her way home and that's when i started being introduced to the game um that's when I, I was at Sanford Country Club, and a week after playing golf there, I got a job there. So, cool. um, you know, that's that's how I got into everything. Um, was at Sanford Country Club for 10 years, um, then started chasing the pro gig around a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, three years ago, ended up down in Florida, um, took my first head pro job down there at a beautiful course in Vero Beach. Um, and then from there, honestly, just got introduced, you know, being in the right place at the right time, met some people. Um, and started getting into the world of biomechanics and sports science and really starting to chase down, in my mind, um, all the cognitive dissonance that I was experiencing and teaching and trying mm -hmm. to figure out, um, you know, what the cause of everything was in the golf swing and eventually found my way through physics into biomechanics um, and started having, you know, a decent amount of success with students down there and really, really enjoyed what I was doing. And um, I think I've always found myself to be a coach. You know, I've always wanted to coach people more than working in an operation. And, and uh, I mm -hmm. just think it, it, everything sort of naturally transitioned. Um, had a meeting with the technology company, K-Motion, um, January 2017, and kind of pitched the idea to them about adapting some of their technology that they were using in golf uh, for other sports. And that's how everything started to come together. Eventually pulled together some old contacts from the hockey world um, and then, you know, decided to make the plunge in late April of this year. Um, you know, resigned from my job and, 
gave it all up and, and came back to try to make this a go. Um, so kind of taking a crazy cool. leap in life, but uh, it's definitely, you know, I'm, I'm, in, I'm where I need to be right now, passion-wise. So it's good. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's super cool. I, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to talk about it because mostly because I don't know shit about biomechanics. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Um, I, yeah. I'm a huge believer in sort of data-driven decisions, though, you know, sure. in, in business and, and, you know, making informed decisions in sure. golf. I mean, growing up in Maine, I didn't have access to technology or even instruction, really. It's always right. been sort of, you know, soak up what you can. And, and um, so my, my teaching methodologies are way more to the end of the spectrum of keep it simple for the, for the average weekend warrior. but I think it's cool. I, I think I can benefit from this conversation just as much as every, everybody else. But um, so Sports Science Solutions is the company that you, you yep. and, uh, and your partner, um, what's his name? Rob, Rob Day. Rob Day, right. Yep. You guys started at the beginning of the year and the focus is more on hockey than golf or, or sort of all sports. How's yeah, um, we definitely have jumped into hockey. Rob's background, he was a former engineer for you know years and then got into goalie coaching. And he was my coach trainer agent as, through my career as I came up. So mm -hmm. he's been a, a long time uh, mentor to me. But, um, you know, when I decided that I wanted to give this a go, hockey was a really a natural transition. Um, I've coached hockey for a long time, obviously played right up through college. So I have a lot of experience there. And Rob has 30 years of contacts in the industry. So Cool. Going into that space was really natural for us. Um, I think the idea behind everything was to take all of the biomechanics and all the really advanced data analytics and, you know, the body stuff that we were looking at and try to make it easy for people because, you know, at the end of the day, the effectiveness of biomechanics and looking at 3D motion capture, you know, gives us a jump start on injury prevention and efficiency and performance and all these things. But at the end of the day right now, a lot of this stuff is still really advanced in terms of its application. So, you know, to find a biomechanist or somebody that does this sort of thing to help you is right now still kind of a rare thing. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, a lot of the technology that we utilize takes a lot of these advanced uh, biomechanics that we're doing research on and has provided algorithms for those to make it really, really simple for people. Sort of dummying um, can, it down for the average guy. Absolutely. You know, yep. our goal is to bring biomechanics and sports science to the masses and really bring coaching and athletic performance to a whole new level. And the way that we see doing that is by making all of this really advanced science and data analytics and turning it into palatable, you know, much more streamlined software that people can interact with. And that's really been the success behind the software they were utilizing. Um, it's wildly successful in golf. And honestly, when we look at the progressions of the elite golfers in the sport of golf, you see guys reaching elite athletic performance levels much younger now. And a lot of that has to do with this data analytics and the science that goes behind the motion capture that we now have. And a lot of this data um, and technology gets developed in golf. Um, and then it seems to trickle out into the other sports. Um, you know, you see it with launch monitor technology starting in golf and then yep. that radar technology now in major league baseball. And they're talking about launch angles and all these different things. And it's the same sort of thing with biomechanics where this is going to start to trickle out into these other worlds. Um, and we just happen to be at the forefront of that right now. That's so. super cool. 
That's yeah. super cool. So how does, so if I'm, if I'm going to come see you or you're going to work with me, I'm, I'm saying, all right, my, my back's hurting or something um, or whatever it might be, whether it's preventative maintenance or I just want to, you know, work on my motion and hit it a little further or get more efficient. How, how does that process go? Like, do I come see you? Do you come see me? Do we, how does that work? Yeah, we do a little bit of everything. We see clients one-on-one. Uh, we do entire teams. So we'll go to an organization and do cool. 20 or 40 athletes at a time. Um, and then we've also got organizations that we're doing a thousand athletes, you know, in a week. So it really, we can do all sorts of different things depending on whatever the goal is. Um, I think at the end of the day, what we're able to do is really provide, it's like we, we describe it like an MRI machine for human motion. So, um, you know, before MRI machines existed for doctors, they, you know, there were doctors that could aesthetically look at you, pretty much figure out what was going on. And then when you gave that same doctor an MRI machine, they didn't have to question what was going on anymore. They knew exactly what was going on with the body. Right. And I think that changes the ability to treat athletes. Um, now that we can see the interaction of the body and understand where all of the, you know, if you have 12 ailments in your golf swing, for instance, there may all come from one cause. And seeing how that plays itself out and how the body interacts with itself allows us to be much more precise and efficient in terms of teaching. So, you know, when athletes come to see us, to answer your question, I mean, we've, we've got multiple studios. We've got three different studios that they can come in to see us at, depending on what type of sport. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do a lot of assessment in the field of play, which is awesome. Um, you know, our technology allows us through Bluetooth to actually strap sensors on athletes and allow them to go out and play their sport. So we can assess what they're doing while they're actually playing the sport. They don't need to be in a lab or hooked up to a bunch of machines to actually do this stuff. I think that's where where the technology is really taking a step forward. Because you've had 3D biomechanic capture in in laboratory settings for 10, 15 years now. Um, It's the ability to take that out into the field of play and assess golfers, not just on a driving range, but what happens Mm -hmm. when they stand on the side of a hill. How does that change their biomechanics? And you know, hockey players, what, it, what does it look like when a hockey player is playing? So being able to look at these athletes while they're like, I call it in the wild, you know, yeah. when they're actually out there playing the sport, I think we get a much more detailed look as to what's going on with that athlete um, and how they're functioning under pressure when they're not thinking about it just in an autonomous state. So um, that's really, you know, a big step forward in the science world and um, is allowing us really to look at a set of data that we've never seen, you know, in a world of sports where everyone's so data driven now and looking at analytics and trying to squeeze out, you know, that half a percent out of Mm -hmm. their game, this is providing a whole new set of data. And I think from the people that I've spoken to in, in the world of professional sports, they're most excited about that new level of data because up to this point, we've been able to look at athletes and say, you know, for instance, in golf, launch monitor technology, well, he swings the club at 120 miles an hour okay, well, how does he swing the club at 120 miles an hour? Yeah. What is actually functioning? What's going on? And so to be able to provide data to the body and say these are actually the data parameters going on within the body from a biomechanic standpoint that produces these numbers. Yep. You know, now we understand it at a whole different level, and now we can teach it at a whole different level. We just don't have this goal is, okay, I want you to swing it at 120. You know, now we actually have a, you know, now there's a detailed plan. Like I, we understand what makes the best players in the world tick. Um, you know, and, and when you have that level of detail, you can look at athletes in a completely different way. Sure. And now, you know, that's, yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. I I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, you know, and that, you know, as we branch out into these other sports, 
you start talking about, you know, baseball and hockey and these sports that are just so hugely driven with data analytics. Now we're providing all of these analytics geeks with a whole different set of data that is quite frankly, much more pertainable to the athlete. Mm -hmm. Um, When you start talking about going to combines and looking at athletes and for, you know, organizations to be able to tell what's under the hood of this athlete before I draft this athlete, you know, not just what his output is, but is he, is he moving efficiently? Is he going to get hurt? Um, You know, we can see when the body, the way the body's interacting with itself, injury predictors before they happen, you know, we can send him back to the, his trainers and his physical therapist and say, well, he's, you know, 70% of the energy is coming out of his left hip instead of his right. So, you know, you need to balance him out in this way or he's going to injure himself. So, you know, we've been able to see that in golf when you, when you look at golfers mm-hmm. and say, you know, his spine is in a position at this point of the swing that is going to cause X, Y, and Z in terms of inefficiency, but it's also going to lead to injury. Um, so, you know, at the professional level, as much as performance is a big deal, um, honestly, injury prevention, I think, is even bigger. I would, um, I would agree. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, jump. I know we're jumping around a little bit, but like last year in hockey, it was something crazy, like $250 million in salary was lost injury. <laughs> you know, when you start looking at those sorts of numbers and saying, you know, well, what, what would it mean for a golfer to elongate his career by three or four years? You know, what does that mean monetarily? Yeah, what's the return on that investment? Right. Right. You know, and I think when you start looking at it on the professional level, that's where it starts to be much more applicable and where you really catch people's attention at that level. It's like, I'm not necessarily always trying to hit it further at that level. Right. You know, I want efficiency and I want to stay healthy. So, you know, there's that whole aspect to it. But then you've got the development. You know, we, we have a biomechanical spectrum now that allows us to tell where you stand on the spectrum in relation to all these other professional athletes, you want to move or you want to perform like a professional athlete. We can tell you exactly what your body needs to be able to do. Um, And so again, it doesn't make it easier to accomplish. It just makes the process of training more efficient, you know? And so we can go to trainers and say, this is exactly what this person needs. That's so cool. Um, that's so it really cool, is. Man. I mean, it, yeah, yeah, my geek, it turns my geek on for sure. I mean, it's, I, but, but I mean, there's a, there, it's sort of a blend of science and art, you know, you, it is. you know, and um, man, it's super cool. I mean, the, the first, the things, so many things come to mind, but you know, how about, how about the other end of the spectrum, right? If you're working with a, a, a seven year old who's getting into hockey or golf or a 10 year old, and you know, you're in a position to, you know, have these small refinements at that age are, are going to be, you know, pushed out for years and years of their lifetime. Yeah. Right. I mean, do, like do you cheating. do anything at the, at the low, the young end of the spectrum? Yeah, absolutely. That's my favorite stuff, honestly. I mean, because at the, at the same time, um, the technology we're using is so interactive, you know, they can, you can see your avatar, you know, if we're in a training yeah. studio training, yeah. So like a golfer, you know, you get the the kids on their, you know, and they've got their avatar and they're dancing around and they can see all their stuff. And so at the same time, while it's giving me the most advanced measurements I could ask for, it's making, <laughs> it's making the science really, really relatable and it's fun for them and it's easy. I'm turning really advanced movement patterns into really simple visual cues or tones. So their, their body is being able to sense when they're in a position Right. So this is getting a little bit more into the training side of things. But what we're able to do after the assessment side is actually go into something called biofeedback training, which mm-hmm. is where if, we're, if I was going to put you in a proper setup position, 
when you actually get into that setup position, I can program all the different parts of the body I want to the exact degree measurements I want. I can control the tolerance of how much variance you can have in those positions. But when you get in that position, it's going to give you a feedback tone. So you physically hear a tone when you get into a proper position. So instead of me sitting here describing to you what it feels like to have 20 degrees of pelvic tilt, 40 degrees of torso flexion. Yeah. I mean, all of a sudden I, I translate all that information into the computer and you just get into a position and you hear a tone. I just don't want to hear the tone. I want to be able to swing without hearing the tone. That's all I care about. You can do one or the other. We do it in both ways. (laughs) And so, you know, for players though, to be able to understand immediately what's going on, you know, and to be able to get that feedback instead of having to turn my words into their sensations, that's Mm -hmm. where the process of teaching gets more efficient and allows a student to immediately feel something. And there's nothing more dangerous than showing an athlete how something feels immediately. And I think that's, you know, with the kids, when you start talking about the kids, to teach them what it feels like to be in a biomechanically perfect position at the top of the swing. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's, you mean it's dangerous, easy now. dangerous in a good way. You mean? <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Because yeah. <laughs> honestly, it's, you know, for them, I look at it and say, boy, I wish I had something even remotely similar to this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When I was playing, I mean, I went through years of sitting up on the range, beating balls, trying to figure out what was going on. And, and in two minutes on, on this <laughs> vest, all of a sudden I know exactly what's going on. So, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like, thing. well, so, I mean, that, this is, this is fascinating, man. I, I, I did not expect this. Um, I mean, really, really cool stuff. I mean, there's so many applications that uh, I can understand why you've, you've, you've dove into this head first because this is, I, I'm, I'm super impressed. Um, I mean, I was shocked, honestly, when I got, you know, I was getting into this world and I met a lot, like I said, being in Southern Florida, I was able to meet and teach and, and just be a part of some amazing communities down there. And, um, when I saw the effectiveness that it had, I mean, frankly, working with people in their seventies and eighties, you know, primarily, Mm -hmm. you know, being able to teach people at that level, how to swing a golf club, the way that they, you know, they've playing for golf for 40 years and all of a sudden now they're, you know, they're seeing dramatic increases in their ability to hit the golf ball and to me i was going like i mean talk about old dog new tricks like if this is applicable to this degree with these people what could this do in all these other sports and and i was shocked that frankly all these bright minds that are doing all this research and and doing all this work in biomechanics they're all in golf and it that you know it's hard to find people outside of golf that is doing this sort of work and not only doing the work, but measuring it. And now that we have the capability to measure the biomechanics, you know, that's where when I started to look outside of golf and say, you know, this, is, this has got to apply to other things. And this, is, this has got to be effective with other people. And there was nobody else doing it. There, I couldn't find other people that were doing this stuff. And, you know, to get a hold of the technology company and say, is anybody else doing this? And like, well, no. <laughs> you know, like, well, how? Like, how, is, how are people not doing this? Like, do people not understand what, what we have here? Like, I'm looking at this like my eyes are lighting up like jackpot. Like, this, is, this is what sports is going to be in 10 years. Absolutely. Everybody is going Absolutely. to train with this type going. of technology. Yep. You know, the same way now 90% of golf teachers have launch monitors and they're starting to understand, you know, how to affect the physics of impact. And, you know, but ultimately all that ties back to biomechanics. And I think when people, when people get the full story and when we're able to get this technology out in a way that's, you know, it's more palatable and you don't need to understand biomechanic graphs to make this effective. You know, I think that's when the tide turns and people, yeah. And I think the next generation of athletes that are coming up, we're going to see performance 
that we never thought was possible. Just like always, you know, it's just the, you know, it's the half-life of information. These athletes get better. They always have. Look at the Olympics. You know, records are meant to be broken. But I think, you know, this is the way forward. I think, you know, we've proven it out in golf. People are continuing to prove it out in golf. Um, even somebody like Tiger, who's able to come back from such debilitating injuries, yep. it's because they can measure and train his biomechanics. You know, his the ability to, to put his body in a precise position. You don't need to function the way he did when he was 19 years old. They just need to understand what his body's capable of doing and then train him how to use the body to its maximum potential. So, right, you know, right. that's, that's the ingredients. And the ability to measure the body now in a 3D motion capture changes everything. It really does. Yeah, yeah. I love it, man. It's so cool. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's uh, – I think it's, I think it's definitely where things are going. I mean, it has to be uh, the 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 athlete that's gathering data and and learning about this stuff and optimizing their motions and their performance is going to beat the guy who's not every time. It's just right. it just and and they're gonna they're gonna perform better. They're gonna go without injury longer. Um, it's it's uh, it's got to be the way way it's going. I I love it. I think it's so cool. Um, so um, just to sort of wrap things up here a little bit, I, I super appreciate your time, man. And oh, absolutely. How, how, do, um, how do people find you? How do people find Sports Science Solutions? Yeah, so, I mean, we're, we're all over the internet. We're social media. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Sports Science Solutions. Facebook, uh, we're on there at Sports Science Solutions. Um, and yep. also, uh, you can check us out on our website, which is sportsciencesolutions.us. Um, so we've got all kinds of videos up there that, you know, we're always posting our research and kind of giving people a taste of what we're doing. So if people are interested in this stuff, you know, they can always find us there and, uh, and reach out to us through uh, social media. Yeah. I'm thinking, you know, sports teams that want to get their, their teams checked out or maybe if you can get, I mean, have you gotten this stuff into the hands of any tour players? Have you reached out to any tour guys that want to go play around a golf with some diodes on their bodies? (laughs) Um, I was doing a little bit of that more when I was in Florida. Um, I had my hands on some guys down there and, um, and you know, that was for those guys, it's like a baseline, you know, I say like for them to, you know, when you lose your swing, there's nothing more frustrating. And I'm sure you understand, right? Like you go through that two week phase, like what's going on. So to be able to come back to the biomechanics baseline and say, okay, well, this is where you're deviating and immediately show them through the biofeedback. So that's where the tour guys are most, you know, they like that it simplifies their thought process. They're not thinking about things as much. They can feel things, you know, yeah, you're man. teaching feel, which you know, at the end of the day, that's, that's where it's at. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, we I definitely, mean, that was, that was Florida for me. So, for, I mean, so, from yeah. a marketing standpoint, I think that's your home run for golf, like reach out to a hundred players on Twitter or Instagram directly saying, Hey, we want to, we want to give you this chance for free, you know, obviously for free, but you know, like fly out and see them and whatever, you know, get it on them. And, uh, just oh, yeah. from a marketing standpoint, but, um, how about, um, how about you personally? Is it cool if, uh, what about your email Casey? If, uh, people want to reach out to you personally, ask you questions, anything like that. Oh yeah, absolutely. My email, uh, easiest email for me is, um, CaseyCox32 at Gmail. So it's C-A-S-E-Y-C-O-X 32 at Gmail. Um, and I'll, uh, yeah, I'd be happy, you know, I'm a, I'm a geek of human motion now. So <laughs> this is what I do all day. Uh, you know, I love looking at videos and figuring things out. Um, actually, 
you know, the next big project we're getting into is actually adaptive sports, which is so cool. Um, you know, we, we've, we've started to, you know, adapt what we understand from, you know, what we call standard biomechanics. We start looking at amputees and people that are trying to play sports uh, with prosthetics. It changes, you know, the functionality of the body. But I'll tell you what, it is so cool to see these people um, find functionality that they didn't understand they had. And, and um, it's, it's the coolest thing in the world. So that's, that's kind of our next venture that we're starting to tiptoe into. But it's, yeah, we're doing some cool stuff. Yeah, really, like genuinely impressed with all this. Um, oh, I can't believe I stumbled into this stuff, to be honest with you. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's you know, I, like, I, I think, like, how did I, you know, go from a lonely little golf pro to, yeah. to doing this stuff? And, you know, the team of people that we have now from all these different worlds, you know, where you're bringing the medical community and the science community together. It's like, I just can't believe it. You know, I mean, what we're seeing with athletes that we're working with is just incredible. Yeah, and the business sure. is growing. Yeah, no, it's it's going well. We're, uh, we've, you know, it's been a lot of, you know, getting legal processes in place mm-hmm. and doing all that sort of thing, getting the contracts in place with all of our, you know, like our tech manufacturers and all the people that are doing stuff with us. And mm-hmm. so there's been a lot of that on the back end, obviously, but, uh, you know, it's, we're coming out of basically a nine month research phase. Um, and we're, we've got a ton of contracts on the table. We've, we've worked with a bunch of people this winter and, this spring is going to be crazy for us. It's really what we're finding is it's going to be like an off season training type of thing. Yeah. You know, where it's not, you don't really, we're doing a lot of injury prevention stuff with, with NHL guys right now and college players right now, because they're getting hurt and they're banged up and they kind of want to see what's going on. And mm-hmm. so we do a lot of that right now, but the performance stuff really happens in the off season, as you yeah. can imagine. Yeah. We have so. some time to refine. Yeah. 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 yeah, these guys don't want to be playing with stuff right now. <laughs> it's not no. a good time. No, no, you know, no. They, they just, you know, they're playing three nights a week, and they just got to keep going. So. Yeah, the the pro the pros are in a whole different. Obviously, they're in a different league. No pun intended, but they're you yeah. know that their thought process in terms of training and maintenance is completely different. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. So how's everything going for you? This seems Very this cool. is pretty cool. You're getting stuff going here. Yeah, I got I got a lot going on, man. I'm on the um, <laughs> I so I, I my wife and I have a online marketing and web development agency together. Um, you might know the name John Brown. Do you know that name at all? Yeah, um, he was the know. general manager at the Woodlands when I met him when I was growing up in Biddeford, and okay. we worked together at four different private clubs until we sort of went our separate ways. When the market went downhill, I more or less, you know, moved away from sort of green grass golf stuff um, to to work yeah. on the company with my wife and still doing some golf stuff, but not a ton. And John went off and built Brown Golf Management with his boys. And last year he retired. He sold his shares of Brown Golf and gave me a call a couple months ago and said, Case, um, you know, I don't really want to be retired. I think my name's still pretty good out there and I want to do it again. And I want you to be a part of it. And uh, so he and I are, uh, we got our funding in place and we're getting our team in place. And um, it's going to be pretty soon where you'll probably start seeing, um, you'll probably start seeing the the announcement that, um, you know, we're going to roll out a golf management consulting marketing group to help underperforming clubs 
sort of compete. Awesome. And um, yeah. so uh, kind of a blend of all the things I love, you know, the, the online marketing, digital marketing stuff combined with being closer to golf again. So that's really cool. Um, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. We've got we've got some very cool partnerships uh, as well. So it should hopefully uh, hopefully make some waves and get us off to a good start. And um, so it's yeah, lots of lots of irons in the fire. But this the yeah, podcast thing has been a lot of fun. Um, I just I just like it. Like having a conversation like this, I would never have had, you right. know, otherwise. And um, so I just share my own stuff here and there. And then I ask people if they want to chat and see what comes of it, you know? Yeah, I think it's really cool. And, uh, we've, uh, we're starting to talk about all that stuff. I mean, we've had our head buried in, in research and doing that sort of thing, but now we're starting to have a discussion like, all right, well, how are we marketing this thing? And what are we doing? You know, we're all complete amateurs when it comes to marketing stuff online. And yeah, you know, the, the only thing I know is watching Gary V. So <laughs> Well, that's a good guy to watch. He, I'm, I'm a huge I know. fan. And, um, I know. He gives I mean, some really, really practical about, advice. I mean, for what you guys are doing, you just document what you're doing. That's it. You don't have yeah. to, you don't have to like create new crap. You just document it. You know, people, yeah. uh, you know, coming in or people you're working with or whatever. You know, um, we're talking about trying to hire somebody to be on staff as a videographer and media person to mm-hmm. be shooting content. Because like you said, I mean, like a lot of the con- when we go down and sit with these teams, like there's so many conversations we have. I'm like, I wish we had somebody in the room just recording that because yep. that conversation is fucking incredible. Like, yeah, yeah. we're not going to be able to recreate that conversation that like in like last week we went down with a player and he was he's a slow footed kid. I mean, he's he's a big guy but mm-hmm. just not quick on his first step. So we, we did biomechanics scan on him, saw what was going on, took him off the ice with our, um, our, we have a guy that's a, basically he's a posture restoration specialist. So he works on posture and muscle engagement and shit like that. So took him off the ice, did a half hour of exercises, just engaging different muscle patterns with him, put him back on the ice and took, he saw a 52% increase in his outward power. <laughs> the first step in wow. a half an hour. Yeah. I mean, it was like, again, but to be able to get right to the root cause and say, okay, these are the muscles that aren't firing biomechanically. Like when we look at his skating stride, this is what's not going on. So we go off the ice and we know exactly what needs to be engaged. So we take him through a process of posture engagement where his brain literally connects the dots between the muscle and what needs to be functioning, put him back on the ice and tell him to feel the same thing. And all of a sudden he's a faster skater. Wow. You know, it's, it's, seems like witchcraft at times but when we have stuff like that you know it's like that's sort of like all right well let's make a video you know like let's let's yeah, let's man. show it um yeah. but we're 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 complete amateurs i mean it's it's really really rudimentary stuff right now but hopefully it'll it'll get a little more professional as we as we settle into things but yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, you just need somebody that understands that space to just sort of yeah. you know you don't want to you don't want to be fiddling around with that crap you, you well, you know. I mean, I actually enjoy it, but at the end of the day, yeah, I mean, I, I have other stuff that I probably not the best use of your time. No, you know? <laughs> not the best return for the company, honestly, but yeah, um, yeah it's, it's all good. Yep. So, yeah. Reach I mean, out, I'm, I'm at, Reach yeah, out for this sure. Was, this was really fascinating and um, definitely, definitely warrants like circling back at some point. Well, I really appreciate your interest, honestly. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's where we're at. So no, it's cool. 
I just yeah. I, I want to be able to come and freeload at the at the woodlands this summer too. So. <laughs> That's the ulterior easy. motive. <laughs> That's the easy part. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah, for sure. We'll get Jeremy together, get him up there yeah, too. We'll yeah. get out there. Yeah, yeah that'd, that'd be, be awesome. Fun. My mind's blown. It's it's uh, <laughs> it's super cool. Um, yeah. Fascinated. I I appreciate your time, man. This has been so happy. This has been so good. Well, I appreciate your interest in my research. It's good stuff. So. Yep. Absolutely. Hey guys, I'm all about bringing value, so shoot me all of the questions that you have, cbork at pga.com. If you like the stuff, be sure to share it and subscribe on whatever channels you're watching it on, Apple Podcasts, Google Casts, any of those channels. You should be able to subscribe easily so you get every episode. Thanks, guys.